Welcome to Two Bookworms. One podcast. A book club podcast where two best friends talk about books. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. And it's November. Yes. Already. November 1st. Well, 2nd. <laughs> I can't believe it's already November. Oh, my God. I know. What do you think giving in, like, three weeks? I know. Well, I think we get four this year. Is that four? One, two. Yeah, I think it's four. But I feel like I just only three weeks from Thursday. Yeah, close enough, right? Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I went to. I was off today. I took off the day after Halloween because I'm like, you know, just in case I'm crazy and need to chill. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to Target and get some of the Halloween candy that's on clearance. Gone. Nothing. There was nothing yeah. Halloween in that store. I'm like, where did it all go? Everybody's caught on. <laughs> were they there when they opened? Like, what the hell? Yeah. I was shocked. I found one little end cap that had a few bags of Halloween M&Ms on it, and that was it. I'm like, yo, where is this shit? This is crazy. Everybody has caught on. Ugh. And it was only 30% off. It wasn't like it was a good freaking deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, 30% off candy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> They already had the Christmas candy out. I don't want Christmas candy. I know. Candy. Halloween candy that's on sale. It's actually my suck. Okay, what's your suck for the week? I mean, now we're just going to be seeing Christmas everywhere for two weeks. It's too much. It's too soon. Like, we need yeah, to exactly. come down off Halloween. I need, like, a week or two between Halloween and yeah. the Christmas shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's too, it is too much. Not that I don't like Christmas, like, I will be one of those ones that watches Christmas movies, but I will wait until the day after Thanksgiving, and then I start with my decorations, and I start with the Hallmark movie, and all of that. Because I have, like, Thanksgiving decorations. Yeah. I have, yeah, pumpkins, and I have little fall leaves and gourds and stuff, yeah. Little turkeys. I have a little turkey centerpiece and, like, a dish, and I'm like, that's not going to look good with Christmas shit out with it. No. People are crazy with this shit. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So that's your suck is yeah. Now it's Christmas since Halloween's over. Michael Bublé stalling out as we speak. His Christmas tunes. Um, well, my suck for the week is that for the first time in twenty months, I have to go back to the office tomorrow. Oh, is it like only a certain? amount of days a week or is it like strictly straight back it is a certain number of days a month that i get to choose for now so i'm doing once a week right now yeah i would too so we'll see how it goes i'm very anxious yeah i mean because we're still not over our Mm -hmm. little hump and then it's going bad back Mm -hmm. overseas i heard and yeah. yeah well uh how it goes i'm very anxious um i'm packing my lunch and have to haul all my shit with me you know so yeah pack all that up and um but the good thing is i got a bunch of new clothes it's like the first day of school so i'm like what should i wear (laughs) i'm not looking forward to waking up two hours before i have to be at work um, no and commute (laughs) yeah kill me please um what's your suite for the week so, let's 
since my boy gets older, we decided not to go trick-or-treating this year, and instead we would do horror movie marathon. And how did it go? He liked it. Like, <laughs> after every single one, he's like, oh, so that's where he comes from. Okay. Uh, okay. He had, <laughs> so, like, what did you watch? We watched the first two Friday the 13th. We watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street. We watched Candyman. And then we watched the new Candyman. (laughs) And then he started the first part of the newer It. And he had never seen any of it? No. Okay. Oh, my God. Why did did you not throw Scream in there? We didn't have enough time. Like, we started at noon, and this took us all the way to, like, 9, 9.30 at night. That is so fun, though. That's fun. Was he scared at all? No. <laughs> Takes after his mom. Yeah. And at first I was like, well, why did you choose those, not these better ones? And then I was like, oh, he has no clue who they are. Yeah. I let him pick oh, whatever he okay. wanted to pick. Okay. Gotcha. That's cool. Did y'all hand out candy? Yes, we did. We did. So There wasn't we, many. We were about to come trick-or-treat your house last night. But it was sure. like, because we were leaving my dad's house, it was right on the way, and we stopped at that Starbucks by your house because Steve wanted a medicine ball. So I was like, dude, we should, but it was like 8.45, I think. Oh, no, we weren't outside anymore. I think we yeah, had, we come in at like 8. Okay, my dad's neighborhood had so many trigger treaters lately. Like, the neighbor said they added up all their candy that they ran out of, and they had like 3,000 trigger treaters. Dang. I have See, never- we barely had any. We only had two really big groups, and then it was nothing. Well, they must have like, all been in my dad's neighborhood. They had to be. I like, have, that's not where it's at. It's at over here. Yeah. <laughs> the cars on the street. There were so many freaking people. I could not believe it. Oh, my goodness. And then there were four houses that we found handing out full-size candies. Ooh. Yeah, so my niece was kind enough to share that with us. So we each got a full-size candy bar. <laughs> I might do that next year because there's just not many that come to our house. So. And you can get such a big box of them at Sam's. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because if you, like, so my stepmom was handing out three minis. Like, three minis is a full-size. Yeah. Might as well just hand out a full-size and then give them well, one. Well, like, we had three bags of candy. And I, I kid you not, like, we mixed, like, half of a bag of all three. And we didn't even run out of any of it. Dang, save me some. Yeah. I want some because I couldn't find any at freaking Target. <laughs> we will. There's no way we can go through all this candy bar ourselves. Oh my god. Steve just dropped candle wax all over the couch. It'll come out. <laughs> what all did it get on? Just that pillow? Oh my god. So should we wait for it to dry? I don't know. Because I feel like... I can't Google. I can't Google because it'll stop Skype. I feel like if you do it wet, it's going to mess it up even more. Okay, let me Google it real quick. I Um, think, yeah, I think it would if it was wet. How to clean candle wax out of... He's lucky that I can't yell at him right now. (laughs) No. Okay. It'll come out. Remove an ice bag to harden the spilled wax. Flake the wax off of the upholstery with a dull knife, such as a butter knife. Gently iron the stain with a warm iron, changing the paper when the wax transfers to the paper. 
Okay. Instead of melting the wax, freeze it by placing an ice cube over it until it hardens. Then scrape it off with a spatula or credit card. So, yeah. My sweet for the week is that I'm about to kill my husband. (laughs) Funny enough, I just had a meeting with a life insurance agent today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Life insurance. Yeah. When you win. It'll come out. Um, Everyone will live for today. Did it get in that basket of blankets, Steve? Okay, that's like a hundred dollar blanket. Um, my sweet for the week is that we dressed up for Halloween. Um, so we had a couple's Halloween baby shower. We were well. So Steve's best friend, who was the best man in our wedding, dressed up, and then we dressed up, and no one else was dressed up. I was like, mm, then okay. why do it <laughs> on Halloween? Yeah. Even the hosts were not dressed up. But you know what? Look, let people do whatever they want. I don't care. Yeah. That's what makes you happy. I mean, I listen. I was like, I spent a lot of money on all this, so I'm gonna freaking wear it. Yeah. So, um, that was cool. It was cool, like a couple's baby shower. I would definitely do that. Like, if I ever have a baby shower, I would definitely do that. Um, I love the mom to be for how honest she was. Cause I was like, Hey, you know, how are you feeling? And she was so cool. She was like, you know what? It's really weird. It's really weird to have something inside of you. And like, I feel it. And it's like so weird, like an alien or something. <laughs> and instead <laughs> of feeding you with that bullshit where she's like, Oh my God, it's this most beautiful miracle. No, it's not. And it's just this amazing thing. That, no, she was like, it is super weird. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes like, it's super uncomfortable and, <laughs> and she was like it hasn't quite sunk in that it's a person in there she's like it's just this thing that moves around sometimes it's it makes like, you oh. super tired <laughs> yeah yeah so that was cool um actually and i think she might have been dressed up as like a witch like a, maybe a witchy outfit but um the baby daddy was, her husband was not. But we were joking with him because he like, or his friends were joking with him because he just grew a mustache. So they were like, oh, are you dressed up as a dad? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Oh, that's yeah, funny. Um, so that was cool. And then we went to my dad's neighborhood, you know, where they go all out. And um, we got, we took the little kids in the golf cart trick-or-treating so I didn't have to like walk everywhere. <laughs> which was nice because I'm lazy and they got to walk and I just got to like drive after them. <laughs> well, Alyssa, my other, my older niece that's 19 drove. So that was fun. Um, it was just such a blur cause we were so busy and it, I was yeah. so exhausted, but it was fun like dressing up and stuff. So it's over. a little bit of normal, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of normal. Um, it was scary. I mean, people, they were, but we were outside, you know, and we stayed away from people. So it was all right. Man, we should have come by your house. That would have been so funny. It would have. Next time I'm just going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to show up. I was like, it's 840. I don't think she's asleep. No, we weren't asleep. We just weren't passing out candy okay. anymore. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. What was the coolest costume you saw? Um, I didn't sit out. I was having to cook dinner while everybody else was sitting out. So I saw this one kid. I think they were siblings. And they weren't like, 
they were just wearing like basic uh, hoodie and sweatpants, but they had like these LED lights. So I initially saw them from down the street and it looked like little stick figures running. <laughs> so from far away, they look like stick figures. But then when yeah. you get up on them, they're just kids wearing like a hoodie with lights. But it was really cool looking. I have a video of it. I was like, that's cool. So that was really cool. And then I think um, there was this one mom and she was dressed as Wonder Woman, but she like looked like she has, you know, she looked really good as Wonder Woman. And, um, like she had a really nice costume, you know, and, um, her kids were su- different superheroes and I thought that was really cute. And, um, I'm trying to think if there was another one, another cool one that I saw. I think that was it. I thought my costume was really good that you guessed on the spot that no one else got. <laughs> was it until I saw your purse? <laughs> <laughs> so I was. Sabrina Spellman from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And I had a spell book purse. I found that Friday night, actually. I went to my favorite little metaphysical witchy shop. And I went to get a birthday present for someone. And they had it there. And I was like, this would be really cute for my costume. And she's like, what's your costume? And I told her, she's like, oh, yeah, this would be perfect. And it was. It held my phone and all my and my red lipstick. And all night, it was great. So, yeah. Well, Halloween's over. I guess we can talk about this book that we read. Yes. So, overall, good or bad? It was okay. Yeah. Uh, first three-fourths, really good. Last four. And then it was, like, rushed. Yeah. Not so good. So, we'll talk about it. Uh, we read The Companion by Katie Allender. Allender? Uh, you want to give them a synopsis? So, Margot, we follow the point of view of Margot. She's this 16-year-old that has just lost her entire family in this tragic car wreck in the water. Everybody drowned. It was really terrifying for her. Apparently, she swims to shore, makes it, survives, but she spends like three days there waiting for somebody to find her. Fast Mm. forward, she goes to her group home, and then she gets adopted. Wait, it was not three days. I thought it was like two or three days that she was on the shore. No, there were people standing there watching. They just didn't think anyone had survived. And that's why but she, she had three days on the shore. No, she wasn't there three days. Maybe she said it felt like it, but like someone had already called emergency services. No, I could have swore. Okay. <laughs> because they sold all of her stuff because they didn't think anybody survived. She was in the hospital. She was in the hospital for a very long time. And I believe she was in a coma for a, very, for a while too. And that's why they sold all her stuff. Because they were like, it's not looking good. She's not going to make it. Trust me, they can't get through, like, they can't get through an estate in three days. Like, there is no state that could do that in that time frame. But you know the legal system. (laughs) Yeah, but I thought it touched on all that. Anyhow, fast forward, she goes to a group home. She gets adopted by the Sutton family. Come to find out her father and the father of this family went to school together. Her father saves this father's life. Mm -hmm. And... Some very weird things mm-hmm. go down. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So we have our book club questions. This is a mix of Oprah's um, book club questions and our own. And this was Lacey's um, book pick. So what was your, let's go to the questions. What was your favorite part of the book? So I really liked the house. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's very gothic feeling. Yes. And old money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And huge. Yes. yes. And so she gets to the house, and they're basically like, oh, by the way, um, you can stay here, but you, our daughter is seriously ill, and she's basically like, she can move and like she can walk and she can she can't talk like she can't she's basically like in a coma but she's awake like a vegetable yeah. kind of. And like they tried like, to um, explain it as like part of her cortex doesn't work mm-hmm. but she mm-hmm. can like do whatever she's told. Yes, and they're like she's still like in there, but she you know we just want someone her age to like hang out with. And so that's why you're here. And she's like, okay, that's kind of weird, but okay. But, like, from the first time she meets Agatha, who is their sick daughter, she's, like, she just treats her like a normal girl. She's like, hi, Agatha, I'm Margot. How are you? And the mom's like, oh, my gosh, you talked to her just, like, if, as if she was there listening. Like, I love that. And um, so she gets there. That's the situation. Um, she wants them to share a nurse. Uh, Agatha's in the nursery. There's, like, no help. The mom takes care of her by herself and manages this large house and does all the gardening and does all the cooking by herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, obviously, Margot's only 16, but those are red flags everywhere. Yeah. Like, no person can do that. Like, that's not normal. And why do you want – why do you not want anyone coming in? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's something you don't want these people to see. But she's a kid. She doesn't know. So she's like, and she even tried to leave. Like when she first gets there, she's like, uh, I'd rather just go back to the group home I was in. And they're like, well, they already gave your spot away. So you'd have to go to like the state institution. She's like, fuck. Um, my Which, favorite part, I don't know any states that have institutions anymore either. Not for just like, um, bought, like not for orphans. Like maybe if you are in juvie or something, I don't know. I feel like there would be another option if you were like an award of the state, like if you're in foster care, I feel like there'd be other options than the institution, but I don't know. Um, I think my favorite part of the book was my, okay. This is going to be my favorite part. And my least favorite part is like you said, the house that it's kind of spooky, but it like kind of hints at ghosts and stuff. And then it's mm-hmm. like, and then it just kind of like stops. I know I could have too. The because beginning some was weird spooky. things do happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your least favorite part? I mean, we said that the end was so rushed. Um, also, you could kind of tell where it was going. Like there were several times where I'm like, why are you drinking that? Like, you shouldn't be drinking like that. Like, yeah. something about this is off. Mm-hmm. And still, she so, was just, like, so oblivious. Margo was so oblivious to all of this. Yes. I had to constantly remind myself she's only 16. Yeah. She's not I did too. exposed to things like VR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Because the mother, Laura, brings her tea every night to sip. And she's like, drink your tea, drink your tea. And then she'll, like, wake up groggy. And I'm like, hello, she's drugging you. Um, my thing was when she went to, when, so when she took her to the nursery to, she was supposed to share a room with Agatha. Mm-hmm. Like, there were two beds. And she's like, this chick is like, I think the first time she met her, she, like, knocked all her stuff over or something. And she's like, okay, she hates me. And so she's like, yeah, you're going to share a room with her. And she's like, but there's the nanny's room. Like, you could sleep in there. She's like, yes, yes, please. I'll sleep in there. And I'm like, y'all got 87 rooms in this damn house, and you want me to share a room with this chick? Are you kidding me? I'm not her nanny or her babysitter. Get out of here. And Margot has night terrors because she has survived a horrific car accident in which her entire family died because they, like, drove off the side of a cliff or something into a pond of freezing water. Ugh. So, yeah, that was frustrating. Um, was it a fast or slow read and why? It was pretty fast. Yeah, it was very, I thought it was fast I kept, too. I kept um, wanting to know what would happen next, yeah. Yes, me too. And I read the last 200 pages today. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so busy. Like, I had no time this weekend. And I was reading the X hex, so I didn't start this one like right when we finished our last episode. Um, and I had a ton last week. School was crazy, so I read 200 pages. I was off today, so I read 200 pages today, uh, and it was it went by really fast. So next question. My phone locked. I have to reopen it. Which event scene or character has stuck with you the most? Okay. It would have, and it's not a good thing. <laughs> the it vomit, the gray vomit. Be, well, no, but the father, like, yeah, he's oh, never the there. Exactly. Is. That is one of my plot hole questions. Okay, so let's paint them the picture, right? So everything's hunky dory at first, you know. They're like, she feels Laura's very the mother. That's there, Laura. It's, it's warm to her. We want you to feel welcome here. You know, it's an amazing thing that your father saved my husband's life. We feel like we feel like we owe him this debt. Um, you know, what you're doing for Agatha, just being there around her, making her feel better. And we want you to think of this as your home. And they have a son who's off at boarding school, and so it's just Agatha there by herself, and they feel like she needs someone. But there are weird little things at first, like uh, Margo's like, hey, can I get the Wi-Fi password? And she's like, oh, I don't even know how that silly Wi-Fi works. Like, we'll ask John. John's the dad. We'll ask John, and he'll get it, you know, in a couple of weeks. He's a very busy lawyer, so, like, he's he's just always busy. But then later it's like, well, we've decided that we just don't think young people should be on the Internet, so we're not going to give it to you. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, there's no TV to watch. The library, they do have a library because it's a huge country house, but it's full of, like, old-ass books. Um, so she's like reading old, sh- there's nothing to do. And Agatha's just there. So, I mean, there's literally no stimulation. Um, but then she starts helping Laura in the garden. And in a way, I feel like Margot feels at first, like there's this hole left by her family that maybe yeah. Laura kind of can fill. Yeah. It. A motherly this, figure. Yeah. This whole book, she's trying to win Laura's approval. Not yes. really win, but she feels like she needs to please Laura mm-hmm. until like the very end. Mm-hmm. And then and even Laura, then she kind of tries to please her. Yes. And then when Laura brings the tea at night, that's kind of their time because Laura has a cup as well. So they sit there and sip their tea together 
talk about their day, whatever. They garden all day together. Laura has this like amazing garden. She's from this very like old money family that is from England. And like even her great grandmother was presented to the queen's court. And it's just like, they're very struck on tradition. Um, you know, we don't really have a lot of that here in America. That's, there's probably a few families still like that, but, um, Laura's kind of stuck on that. And there's this book that one of her relatives wrote about how you raise children and how you punish them and weird shit like that. But, um, so which event scene or character has stuck with me the most? <laughs> probably Agatha because, Weird things happen, like, you know, Margo's downstairs and she comes upstairs. Well, no, because then we find out that that wasn't really her doing. Okay, there are other things. This whole time, basically, Agatha is trying to communicate with Margo. And it's very evident, I feel, to the reader what's going on. It's very clear. There's no plot twist. There's no, like, this is what's really – I thought it was crystal clear. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Agatha was very persistent and was trying yes. very hard to help Margot figure this out. Like Margot would wake up and Agatha standing there and she just like grabs her hand and makes her follow her to this other side of the house where this room and there's this, she's like pointing up and then Margot finds this bag with this key in it that leads to the cemetery that's locked where guess what? Laura had a sister that no one knew about that mysteriously died. What? Like crazy list stuff like that. So I think Agatha, her perseverance and persistence stuck with me the most. Um, what did yeah. you think of the writing? Any standout sentences or vocabulary? No and no. But I mean, it was, it was an easy read. It wasn't overly descriptive mm -hmm. or anything like that. There wasn't big, long parts that I felt like could be left out or anything. Yeah, it was an, it was a good read. I liked the flow. It was fast. Um, Who would you want to read another book by this author? I mean, I already have, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> oh, really? What was yeah. it? Um, one of them I did not like. It, and I think I've talked about it on here before, too. It's like the girls of Hysteria Hall or something like that. It was awful. But then there was another one. It was like, uh, I think it's Bad Girls. Let me look. Oh, it's right here on my top shelf. And it's the same. It's not like a pin name or anything? Uh, same name. Bad Girls Don't Die. No, same name. Bad Girls Don't Die. Okay. Um, and it was it was pretty decent. Are they young adult as well? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, this book was young adult, and it very much felt young adult. Um. Like it was, I, it was, it's, an, it's appropriate. Like, you know, some of the young adult we've read, like, I'd be like, I would never let my preteen read this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't feel like there was too much in this that I would no, be No, I didn't either. Um, I would read another book by this author if I knew the ending was going to be better. Yeah. That was pretty disappointing. Did reading the book impact your mood in any way? How and where? I mean, I did feel disappointment at the end, but. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, there's a lot of unanswered questions. A lot. Yeah. That I would like to know because I invested 430 pages into this book. Like, you start to find out that, um. Agatha was like, okay, so Barrett, the brother, shows up. 
Mm-hmm. And him and Margo, they start kissing. They like each other. Of course. You know, Laura don't like can't that. Can't keep it in. Mm-hmm. Laura don't like that, and she is. She like says some really nasty things to Margot. She sends Barrett away, and you start to find out Agatha may have been a little bit of a wild child. Margot yeah. finds her room, and she finds some things in it. Apparently, Agatha was like a partier, and led astray and then um laura had even told her like oh yeah none of her friends she kind of met some bad people and her friends do not care about her and stuff like that so or so they say yes that's what she said that's what she tells her so and that was another reason they were like we really just want her agatha to have someone because like everyone in her life kind of abandoned her they they tried to explain her illness as they think it was some bacterial thing that attacked her brain when she was at like a lake party or something and she fell and like cut her leg. Yeah. Or something. something like, yeah. Something like scratch. Something her foot, really. So say. And then sometimes she has to go to doctor's appointments in Chicago, like overnight. And so that is one night when her and Barrett are, you know, kissing. Um, I liked Barrett and he, at first he's like a total dick. And then he's, like, very protective of Margot. Like, he's like, you shouldn't have to do the dishes. And, and I mean, Margot's legitimately just helping out. Like, any kid that lived in a house would do these things. Like, I well, never felt do. like they were trying to make her. Yeah, should do. I didn't feel like they were trying to make her a servant or anything. No, I didn't either. They were until like, hey, we get lunch together. Like, like that. Until Laura was like, hey, Margot, mm. how about mm-hmm. you stay here and work for us forever? <laughs> yeah, so there's this dude. Who is like a heavy presence in the first fourth of the book, and then he like you never see this dude again, Mr. Albright. Yeah. And he's like the house manager who like because he picks Margot up at the orphanage, takes her back, and apparently the Albright family has always served the uh, Sutton family. Like that's they've always worked together. But his daughter went to art school. Okay, so this is so there's no more that I didn't Albright. realize until now. And I can't, I can't wait because I won't remember. (laughs) So she said there was like, Laura said that there was like a cook that would come like Mm -hmm. once, like every day, like every afternoon. Uh And then there was like a cleaning service or something that would come like once a week, she said or something. Yeah. But you never see them. Like while all this book is going on, like you never Mm -hmm. see them. I think she tells her something like, um, you'll never see them. They're very focused on their work or something like that. Yeah, but she, still, when some of this stuff transpires, like, mm-hmm. you would look out for some. It's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. I agree. And, uh, yeah. And, I mean, you would think Albright would be all up in all that stuff. Yeah. Like, unless he's just paid really well to not be all up in that stuff. That is true. But so then she tells Margo, well, since his daughter went, there's no more Albrights to take over. So maybe you could stay and like apprentice with him and then you could be our house manager. Mm-hmm. You could be part of our family. That It's really weird. Like she's a teenager. What makes you think she has the skills? Like personally, if someone's working for me, I don't want to know them like that. And I don't want them to be part of my family because like you need to have an employee, like a professional relationship, employee-employer yeah. relationship, and you can't do that with family. Exactly, exactly. That was weird. Um. So back to our questions. Okay, 
So what did surprise you most about the book? <laughs> we answered it. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I was just kind of surprised that you could see it coming. Like, you can see, like, you you get really fast that Laura killed her sister. Like, you're instantly all over that. Mm -hmm. Because she's changed paintings in the house, like, old paintings in the house, and taken plaques down. Because they have, like, Mm -hmm. all of their family history on the walls, as one would do if they've been here since the beginning of time. (laughs) Yeah, she's basically just trying to hide, like, any existence of his sister away. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like we're Goldilocks because, you know, some books have too many twists and this one didn't have enough. I, we could have used yeah. more on yeah. this one. Because, I mean, I didn't realize she was, so later on you find out that Laura's poisoning Agatha. Agatha. And that's she's why keeping she her in a comatose state and that's why she is the way she is. Because like, I Laura, didn't really see that coming until later on. Because she went to pharmacy school. She's like, you know what I studied in college, Margot? Pharmaceuticals. I'm like, um, okay, you're taking her to the doctor. You're telling me none of these doctors have fucking tested her blood for this shit? Are you joking? Well, she's not taking her to doctors, though. She's well, taking her to the city so she can get her hands on all these medicines. Mm, so you don't even think there's, like, a doctor involved? Hell no. No. Mm. No. Yeah, because you think that they check for that. Okay. Right. Here's my question. Biggest plot hole. Does the fucking dad know? Where the fuck is he? Yeah. What is going on with that? We'll talk, we'll talk about the end. Um, how did your, yeah, I think we did. <laughs> what is, how does the book's title work in relation to the book's contents? It works. It works. That's what they yeah. ask her to be. It's her companion. Yeah. Is this book overrated or underrated? What did you get on Goodreads? 3.84. That's a little under. I think it's a little over. I gave it three stars. I haven't yet, but I'll probably give it four. I would probably give it three and a half if we could give half. Yeah. Um, did this book remind you of any other books? No. I feel like I've maybe heard a similar story in a movie, but I don't think I have in like books. What movie? I don't know. I've watched so many. <laughs> I could but see I it feel like sure. Yeah, I feel like I've seen somebody poisoning their family member. Oh yeah, yeah, that, you know. That is not I mean, yeah, that's not original for sure. No. Um, how did it impact you? Do you think you'll remember it in a few months or years? No, probably not. Okay lingering questions or plot holes so many okay so we're going through this journey right barrett gets sent away mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. him and margo getting too close because he's like i'm gonna stand up for you oh because margo's like i just gotta hang in there like another month and then when school starts i'll be able to socialize i'll be fine laura's like no actually you're gonna be homeschooled you need to hear She's like, I don't want to be homeschooled she's like you already agreed to it she's like no i didn't like when um, serious gaslighting going on. Serious yeah. gaslighting. And, um, and then she, shit, where was I going with this? Oh, there's like no phone service. And who pays for Margot's phone bill, by the way? She shows up with a phone. I'm like, who's paying the bill for this? 
Yeah, because right. she like never has service the whole time she's there. <laughs> That's why she keeps asking for the Wi-Fi password. Okay, so she figured out she's trapped there, and then Agatha starts like they start having some interactions to where she can almost um, talk, and she um, Laura's like. I think Laura starts to freak out because she's like, holy shit. Um, so then she like changes Agatha's medicine and she's trying to keep them away. So she like moves Agatha out of there and uh, it kind of all comes to a head, but it's a very anticlimactic head. Yeah. In that she starts drugging Margot, locks her up. Agatha gives something. She slips something into Margot's hand to get her to throw up all the medicine she's been taking. And they go out to the cemetery, and in the meantime, Margot had found a phone that had been hidden in Agatha's room that a friend gave her, and she calls. She's like, hopefully someone's listening. They listen to the entire conversation where Laura's like, yeah, I killed my sister. I drowned her cat. I'm going to kill you because you're not going to go and tell anyone what I'm doing. It's my kid. I'm punishing her, da-da-da. Like, family is supposed to be about history and responsibility and obedience and... It's so stupid. It, it it was a horrible ending. It's just them talking, and then she shoves her in the water, but Margo gets out of the water, and then the cops are there. Yeah, the she feels like some... Because Margo is... got a sedative on her when she gets shoved into the water by Laura, but she says that she feels some force push her out. Yeah. And then here's what she, she thinks is out. her mother... Mm-hmm. But then when she, like, pushes Laura towards Lily's grave when she's fighting back, like, the, the flowers. Mysterious, yeah, flowers that had already been picked out are there, and they, like, seem to envelop Laura. It's just... Yeah. There were some... Those were very unexplained things. Yeah. So I'm like, is there, are these fucking ghosts or not? Right. Because it's like, it was there in the beginning... Gone in the middle. Oh, but the flowers are moving. So you're like, what the hell? What is going on? I just need a yes or no. Yeah, because when they first um, plant these flowers, like, Margot takes Barrett out, and she's like, this would be a really good surprise for Laura, and they plant them, and they come back, like, one day later, and they're all fully bloomed. Yes, and they're like, there's no way they could have bloomed this fast. Then, one of the times Agatha wakes up Margot, they sneak out to the cemetery and watch Laura dig them all up. Like, she's pissed. So then when they go back there and the flowers are back, she's like, well, that's weird. (laughs) Just weird shit like that. Then on the phone, she had dialed, a friend had snuck Agatha the phone. So the friends hadn't abandoned Agatha. Laura had just cut them all off. And she had, like, put her own number in there. And she was like, call, you know, call me. Like, let me know if you're okay. So Margot just hit like whatever number she could so Laura wouldn't see and this friend heard the entire conversation and called the police. That's why the police were waiting there. So the end, you do get an epilogue, but it's like where are they? Agatha's fine. Margot's mm-hmm. fine. The friend is there. Where are they living? Who are they living with? Barrett's not even in the end. She's like, Barrett really wants to see you. She's like, I will when I'm ready. And then it ends. Yeah. They're like, um, so what the fuck is happening? Like, what is going on? Where's the resolution? I was pissed at that. I was so pissed at that. Yeah. Where's the dad? Yeah. Where was Mr. Albright? You also find out that the sister that died was the older sister. She and Mr. Albright were going to get married. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. You can't tell me he doesn't have a suspicion that her family killed his love and he's just going to stay there and continue working for them. You're going to tell me he didn't know all this shit was going on. And Lily was going to inherit like everything. Yes. In their family, the tradition is the oldest child inherits the estate, takes over running the estate and continues the family tradition. But because Lily was going to marry the help, they're like, nope, can't do this. And Laura apparently was a little psycho from the beginning because she, like, killed her older sister's cat because she hated that cat and, like, a bunch of cool wild shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just why. It was. Like, I think it, I think if the, a little bit more time when it had been spent on the ending, like, it would have been so much better. Yes. Yes. I want a more, you know, climatic ending. Like, like, I wanted Lily to come out of that grave and fucking kill her own sister. <laughs> yes! Like, either go full ghost or no ghost. Don't give me half ghost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wanted that. I wanted to know was the dad in on it? Is he in jail too? Is he taking care of the kids? Where are the kids living? What's going on? Yeah, I really kind of wanted... signs before now that she right. would, you know, do things like this right. if things didn't go her way. I wanted Barrett to be the one to show up and come save the day. Yeah. Because the whole time, he's like, yeah, my mom can be a little intense, you know. And he's like, I'm not going to stay here because of it. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, well, when I inherit everything, I'm going to sell this piece. <laughs> oh, and she had, like, cameras in all of their rooms yes. and shit. Mm. Laura, there's a 100% chance Laura was a Scorpio. I'm convinced. <laughs> Those are Scorpio traits, faux show. So, yeah, up until the last part of the book, it was a solid four stars for me, and then it just went. Yeah. That was kind of like what it was with one of her previous books with me, too, is that it was kind of really good, and then it just took a turn for, like, the worst. So, I mean, you would think the editors would be like, hey, like, why don't we work on this ending and maybe, you know, revamp it? I mean, is this is the edited version? Come on, guys. I mean, you know. It says it's by Putnam, which looks like a uh, an imprint of Penguin, because there's a penguin underneath it, so. But you know, since a lot of people have started self-publishing and stuff like that, then there's not really many editors. Penguin Random House. So you're going to tell me Random House did not the the editors that they have hired did not think that the ending of this book should be changed. I would like to talk to you. Go ahead and email us. <laughs> Two book terms, one podcast at gmail.com. I have questions for you. Editor of this book. Does it say who it was edited by? Does it ever say that in that? Let's see. I don't think so. I have a digital copy. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm looking. Uh, it just has that usual blah, 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 designed by, no, it doesn't say. So if you were the editor, go ahead and give us a shout out. <laughs> if you happen to be listening, you know. If you happen to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> or give us a longer epilogue or give us another epilogue. Tie all this loose shit up. Come on, guys. <sighs> I mean, okay. she could have even made it to where, like, Lily had possessed Agatha somehow or something, you know? Yeah. Oh, that'd have been good. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something. We needed something. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, 
That's it. <laughs> the end. Okay, That's how so we let's feel. talk. <laughs> I had a hard time picking a book for the next pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I want to pick, I know that you really want to read as well. Okay. But okay. Okay. it's 800 pages. What? So... We've got two okay. weeks. What is it? <laughs> Drumroll, please. House. <laughs> House of Earth and Blood by Sarah J. Moss, which okay. is the first book in the Crescent City series, which is a newer series. In fact, the second book does not come out until February 15th. I had that in my cart. (laughs) So this one came out March of 2020. Yes. Um, I have it on, it was like one of those things where it was like 99 cents one weekend on Kindle. So I've had it about as long as I had Akhtar. (laughs) I just have not read it. (laughs) I didn't know it was 800 pages. I was just thinking, hey, I know this is something we both want to read. This might be a good time because I can't think of anything else. But then I saw it was 800 pages and I was like, ooh. It's okay. We've got two weeks. We better start tonight. So you want to read the whole thing? Or we can break it up. We'll see how it goes. If it's a long read, we'll know in about a week. Okay. <laughs> so we'll update you guys on Instagram if we're only going to read the first half. I feel like it's probably going to be – it has amazing ratings, just like Akatar yeah, does. So so I feel like it's going to be one. Yeah, and we have two weeks. Yeah. So, okay. So then we will do – That'll be our next book, House of Earth and Blood by Sarah J. Moss. Yes. Boom. Two weeks. Grab your copy. Send us your reviews. Send us your picks. Send us whatever you want. We'll talk about it. I'm excited. Me too. And then we'll Me be too. caught up when the new one comes out. Yay! I'm not we'll sure have what to, to wait expect. forever. I haven't read a synopsis because I don't. I don't want to know. I just want to start. I reading don't either. It. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like the only thing. I've seen was just like some random thing on TikTok and I happened to read one of the comments that said there's a pattern with some of her male characters like Tamlin and then they named somebody else I didn't know who it was. So uh-huh. <laughs> that's like the only thing I know. Oh. So there's there gonna be a Tamlin like, type. Okay. Like a guy that she's with at first and then actually she I don't goes know. With it could okay. be any kind of Tamlin because Tamlin was all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll find out. Let's we'll figure it out mm-hmm. together. Let's we'll do it. So two weeks. Um, email us. Chubacorms1podcast at gmail.com. Or Instagram us at Chubacorms1podcast. Uh, let me look at my notes to make sure I wasn't supposed to talk about anything else. I don't think so. Is this available in the UK? Have we looked? Um, I've, yeah, it's been out since 2020. So... Let me just double check. I be- I believe so. Yeah. I'm okay. sure, but just in case. Right. Available. Uh-oh. In the UK. Okay, it does not give me... Okay, well, I found um, a UK version of the publisher website, and it it does show a price in pounds. Okay, so 
So probably. Okay. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say yes. And it is available in paperback, hardback, or digital Electronic. or yeah. audiobook. Um, yeah, so hopefully I'm going to go see if my couch can be saved. Um, he just sure, ran to the store fine. to buy something. Girl. I don't even know what he was doing. Like, so I have this bookshelf next to the couch, and he was like, next thing I know, he knocked all the pictures off of the bookshelf, and that I saw that candle in his hand, and I'm like, oh, my God. <sighs> Pray for him, because he may he not make it, it tonight. He could have bumped it. It's fine. It'll survive. <laughs> like, bro, we have a white couch, Lacey. This is a pink candle. That's why I don't have white couches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Holy don't worry, my dumb ass. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking, uh, I don't have dogs that like to lay on my shit. Like, it's my, it's my own dumbass fault. I know that. But I also didn't think my husband would throw a pink candle everywhere. <laughs> All of people honest, have white. It's an old couch. One anyways. But we're not going to buy one until we get a house because, you know, like, we don't want to get one now and then it, like, doesn't fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So next time you come over, there may be a pink spot on the couch. Please don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to scratch at it. Is this wax? No, don't bring it up. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I think you missed a like, spot. What is this? <laughs> we better hang out next time, Lacey. I swear. I haven't seen you in like a month. I know. I've been it's longer so than busy. that. It is. It's hard. It's hard around the holidays. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do when we hang out, though? Mm-hmm. I want to eat. Yeah. I like it when we eat. Oh, we need a skate since the weather's getting nice. Yeah, we do. I'll bring my skates over. Okay. But I'll need Aiden to help me tie them again. <laughs> <laughs> He's just really good at, like, lacing them up. Because <laughs> he can reach them. It's because he can reach them. Exactly. He's fine. He's fine helping, so I'm fine. <laughs> Goodness. All right. Well, I'm gonna guess to do some schoolwork, and I guess we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Little, say bye. <sighs>